Live. Live on. Live on set. And welcome to episode 18 of Live on Set. Live on Set, the weekly pop culture podcast where I'm talking film, music, sports, television with my friends, family, and people I meet along the way. Episode 18, but it is also the season one finale of Live on Set. Season one finale, we are here today. Two of my past guests of Live on Set, my cousin, Brendan, his brother, and my cousin, Brian Kehoe, are on set today. I cannot wait to get started. This episode, I've been hyping it up for so long. It is an episode where I wanted to end this season off on a high note, so I picked my two favorite guests of season one to come back, join me on set for the finale. So, Brendan, Ryan, how's it going? Pretty good. There's no way Ryan's top two favorite guests, but that was nice of you to say. I'm Um, still upset that Brendan got to be a guest before me. So I'm looking for revenge tonight. Yeah, well, the numbers speak for themselves, which we'll get to later. But <laughs> Ryan and I discussed Star Wars, and we ranked our favorite Star Wars films. Ryan uh, schooled me uh, in the pre-interview and during the podcast on The Mandalorian. And yes, Clone Wars is still on my list, as is a majority of the second season of The Mandalorian. But we will get there, and I know you're excited about it. Uh, but Brendan, you were episode three. We discussed many things, some things that are still kind of playing out as we, uh, as fans of sports, are going to be watching over here in the next couple of weeks with college football. But we had some hot takes when it came to uh, the NBA as well. So all of which, all of these uh, elements of pop culture, we will discuss here on the season one finale, episode 18 of Live on Set. But This episode will drop the last Monday of December, which will be December 28th, so just a couple of days after Christmas. Uh, But with that being said, as we're kind of in that Christmas week, we're recording it in this Christmas week, uh, I wanted to kind of start out with what are your favorite holiday movies, Christmas movies uh, specifically, or your favorite maybe TV episodes that are Christmas themed? Who wants to go first? Let's let Brennan go first before I make this conversation uh, devolve rapidly. All right. Yeah, it's only going downhill. I was looking through some some Christmas movies when you told me this was a topic, and honestly, there's not that many good ones, if we're really being honest. There's probably only a few that I'd ever watch, but Christmas Vacation mm-hmm. is a class one. Clark Griswold's an American treat. Outside of that, Elf is a classic course that's probably the only christmas movie that i probably watch every year there wasn't that many in all honesty i mean jim carrey as the grinch was great as a kid but i don't think i could uh i could watch that these days probably wouldn't age well sure so before ryan goes i will say that over the past couple of weeks i would put up and i would tag live on set on instagram with these polls i did it twice the first one was between the grinch and Home Alone. And the second was in between Home Alone and Elf. And Home Alone won both, uh, beat the Grinch by a lot. And I know some people that are kind of like, yes, I love the Grinch or no, I don't. But the tighter race was definitely Elf and uh, Home Alone. But I have a feeling that Ryan might be going a different route. Before we get into my favorites, Elf and Home Alone are unwatchable. And Elf is not, Elf is unwatchably 
not entertaining or funny. And like, I, I'm not a Will Ferrell guy. I, if he's the main character, I'm out. That's incredible. Uh, That's going to do it for us on Live On Set. Home Alone, (laughs) similarly, as an adult, is not watchable. Interesting. Home Alone can't exist in 2020. His parents would all, his whole family would be in jail. For forgetting him? Yes. It does make you think what Kevin's dad did for a living, but continue. Gross, gross negligence. And to Brendan's point about, you know, Christmas movies just not being very good. Uh, my wife and I watched Bad Moms Christmas or okay. some such nonsense this week. First film is a classic. It definitely had some. It definitely had some funny parts, but that movie was weird, and yeah. I can't call it good. Okay. Hey. Okay. The best. The best eight Christmas movies, in whatever order you generally prefer them, are the eight Harry Potter movies. And before Brendan right. chimes in with, they're not Christmas movies. Christmas happens in every movie. They celebrate Christmas. And especially in the first movie and and movie number seven, Christmas is a main plot device in the story. Christmas happening in a movie doesn't make it a Christmas movie. That's ridiculous. Like, it's not a central plot point at all. If you mm. finish the Harry Potter movie and talked about it, the word Christmas probably wouldn't come up. Like, Iron Man 3 is not a Irrelevant. Christmas movie because Christmas happened. There is a not non-zero segment of the internet that considers iron man 3 a christmas movie whatever just like die hard this is, is definitely a christmas movie all right <laughs> it I... almost barely like love actually is like considered a canon christmas movie and it almost doesn't matter that it's christmas in that movie that's also true well except for the fact that none of those people would have seen each other or been at those events if they weren't all christmas parties and stuff but other than that yeah and the opening well, scene is a musician a wedding christmas Whatever. Rowan Atkinson steals the film. That is true. But I. That is true. And he's method, which it only makes me think how long he worked in a store to get that whole. You can see me on Zoom. You know where he just puts the thing in the in the drawer, and oh, it's great. But no cinnamon stick. Yes, and then who was across from him at the register? The customer in that store was Alan Rickman. So let's go back to Hogwarts because I have some interesting opinions as well. So let's just take a step back for a second. Let's just say, like, you go to Hogwarts, you go there the whole time, right? And you love it, you love it, but you weren't, you weren't like a Quidditch guy. And it's not about Christmas, so just hold on for a second. You're not a Quidditch guy. You're just, you're just there for your school, man. Your parents went there, but you're not, they're not part of the game, right? So what happens, like, when you go in the real world, like, oh, where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? Oh, I went to Hogwarts. Like, don't you feel like, because there's people who are muggles and there's people who aren't, right? So imagine if you go there and you're all you're all hopped up in it. You're you're you live this wizard life for half of the, your entire youth going to school, right? And then you don't become like a wizard. You work. You live and work in that world. You work at McDonald's. What about it? You'd be well. You'd be the best employee they had, probably. I imagine. Yeah. I, I um, feel like I would not be able to peacefully coexist in the real world if I grew up in the Hogwarts lifestyle, because you can't use magic. Yeah, you, you can't use all these things. I couldn't do it. So I feel like if you don't prove yourself as a kid in that life, like Hermione's parents, one was like a dentist, the other guy, like how did she even get involved? There's so many things there. No, if you were, if you were a wizard and you were like, I'm just going to go work at McDonald's. I don't want to like work in the department of agriculture at the ministry of magic. You'd just be, you would just be like magic wanding all of the food and your like everybody else you work with or run into to like 
make them not be stupid or get out of your way. For a school that as I got older, the coursework and potions and defense against the dark arts and classes like that, what of that would I apply in the non-wizard world if that was the school I went to my entire life? Well, I mean, off the bat, potions seems like it could help at McDonald's. I feel mean, like, I feel like a lot have, of sauces. I, I feel like they have a pretty, uh, a pretty. Um, they all have those Coke freestyle machines now <laughs> that has to, you know, in some way apply. And, but also, yeah. like stuff like everything you learn in charms and transfiguration, like you just start transfiguring like all the spoons into burgers and serve them. I wouldn't last a week. Even if you worked at McDonald's, you'd still like magic your house to clean itself. And I, I, I feel like if for whatever reason, and this goes back to like, that's just a hypothetically, like I was in Harry and Hermione and Ron's grade, right? But I wasn't into all this stuff. I just kind of went there to You're hang Hufflepuff. out. No, I'm not Hufflepuff. Don't do this. <laughs> I'm not Hufflepuff. Don't laugh. This is my dream. All right. No. So <clears throat> we're having a nice time. But just like, imagine just going back to see your friends in the summer and it wasn't within that world. Like you didn't grow up in a house like the Weasleys, like you had like the Hermione's life growing up before you went to Hogwarts, right? What if you just like told all your friends, yeah, there's this guy Harry at school and he's, he's a piece of work. Like he does all these crazy, <laughs> he does all these, he does all these crazy things. And like, I'm over here trying to, <laughs> trying to get like a B in potions. Like, <laughs> like imagine having to talk about it. And then people look at you like this kid's crazy when you're not, you're just trying to explain what your life is like. And then no one believes you. Just like, yeah, we got like this kid in class and he's like, so he, during the semester, he's like taking on the head of Al Qaeda. Right. <laughs> the right. head of Al Qaeda actually has like a death wish on this guy. Right. Because he messed him up real bad when he was a baby. <laughs> but, but he knows he's back and the head of Al Qaeda essentially wants to come back and, and, and kill the guy that he couldn't kill when he was kid. I think the answer to your question is you just ditch your muggle friend. Like, how could your muggle friends ever be cool after you, you know you can turn them into or give them a pig's tail like Hagrid does? Because I think, I mean, who else are you going to hang out with? My dad. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, but uh, no, this is good. But no, to go back to, because I, I want to think about that for a second. Like, what would happen if you went to school there and you just didn't stay and you went somewhere else? Like, what would you like? You're going into a new world, going into Hogwarts that entire time. Then you go back into the real world. And you're like, what did I just do for the last 12 years of my life? I can't apply. Like if you transferred to UCF after year five? Now we're talking. <laughs> I, it, I can never do it. it, it I, there's no way that, tra that transition would be peaceful. I, it, would, it would not be. It wouldn't work. You'd be the valedictorian at UCF. I feel like I could because you cheat like on the, all the tests. The time things, yeah, the time thing that Hermione used in Azkaban. I, I would utilize that to my talents, <laughs> and I would build a future of my own. That, that'd be great. That's a good point, actually. I have to think of back at all the Harry Potter things of what I could use to my advantage. Invisibility cloak people would try to go for that first, but I don't know. I have to make it difficult. Which is why Harry Potter's a Christmas movie. All of them. That is such ridiculous. I can't even. I, I will I say to end the Harry Potter portion, but related back to live on set before we push through and push forward to the next topic, I will say that one of my favorite texts to send out other than the ones to you and, and our family, um, who I, I'm sure will enjoy this, this uh, episode, um, is to my friend Connor, who is episode, the episode uh, one, episode five guest. His name is Ronald Connor Brown. So in Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone, 
he says, happy Christmas, Ron. So like, I like doing that and then throwing some <laughs> Harry Potter jokes, but I really don't know if he's a fan of Harry Potter. He might not like when I text him that, but <laughs> it's fine, but we'll be, we'll be good. With that being said, there's other things that we've been thinking about a lot. Brendan, we, the three of us really talk on the phone at least once a week, the three of us. Um, but if, if Brendan uh, goes for a walk or I go for a walk and we'll talk about sports almost every day. But I, what I want to say is that now that we have to, to move on to the next topic here with, with college football, there are a lot of people that look forward to the holidays and spend time with family. But the, the thing, uh, one of the things I love the most uh, about Brendan and Ryan is their, their passion to discuss sports and really every element of this podcast. But the, the Christmas week that we're going through now, we have the college football playoff is right around the corner. We have some, some NBA coming back. But let's talk about college football for a second before we get to the NBA for our, our main segment today. So, so Bren, when it comes to the college football playoff, we have those final four. The championship week is over. The bowl schedule, for the most part, if not all of the, the bowl schedule, uh, is set. Some games have actually been played. So um, what are your thoughts? Uh, I know we talked about college football when you were on episode uh, three, but it's been a long time since you've been back on set. So tell me how you feel. Yeah, well – couldn't be more excited. The bowl season is my favorite thing, not just related to sports. It's just my favorite thing in the world. Super disappointed. All these ones are canceled. I mean, for obvious reasons, I think we lost 16 now bowl games down to 28, not including the championship. It's still going to be great. There's some good matchups and stuff, but um, a little disappointed. Florida State's obviously not there, but I mean, I completely understand that. Um, I don't know. There's some good matchups coming up. Um, I know you're excited about your Gators. I, I will say that, yes, I'm excited about the Gators. I, I had my friend Devin on a couple of weeks ago. We talked about the Gators. And at that time, we had a couple of games left. But unfortunately, we did not win the SEC. But we went back to Atlanta for the first time under Dan Mullen, first time in a couple of years. Uh, but I will say that when you when you just said that a minute ago about how we don't have the full – really, we don't have the full bowl slate this year. There's a lot of bowl games that you and I are big fans of. We've been watching the Sun Bowl for years. <laughs> And then they took it away from us. But no. one of the notes I just jotted down was how could they possibly cancel the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl? That's the best bowl name. You know what? I uh, think the best bowl name of all time. Mowers. The best boy Mowers Gasparilla. Gasparilla. The Gasolina Bowl. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's at Tropicana, which is one of the, the best venues in the history of professional sports. But no, the, the bowl slate is not going to be full this year. And uh, I know that compared to, to years past and coming off of no March Madness and a kind of a, a bowl season really kind of cut in half. Orlando, uh, the past couple of years, had three bowls. We had the Cure Bowl. We had the whatever the – Now the Cheez-It Bowl. Cheez-It Bowl, great. And then what was used to be the Capital One Bowl was now Camping World or Buffalo Wild Wings. So many things have changed. VRBO. Oh, my style. God. I can't even keep up. With, with that being said, we've been to a lot of – cool bowl games um the three of us have been there together saw some pretty good miami teams a couple of cool wisconsin teams but i think my favorite there's bowl- never been a cool wisconsin team there's some cool wisconsin teams but i think the coolest moment and i don't know if ryan would have went with us it would have been new year's day it was south carolina versus i was there yes we were nebraska. there nebraska i guess it was nebraska i was not at this game no no you were not and Alshon Jeffrey, I believe, got ejected, but he yeah. scored it right before halftime and got the MVP. Yeah, yeah, he fought Prince of Mukamura because 
Prince of Mukamura was mad because Alshon Jeffrey kept mossing him. <laughs> and he had, yeah, he had like a hundred something yards and a couple touchdowns got ejected and was the MVP. I love it. I love it. When this episode drops, we'll be two days away from uh, when the Gators play and they play Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl. First time ever going to the Cotton Bowl, which is great. Um, we're playing a good uh, team conference champion, uh, Big 12 with Oklahoma. And Lincoln Riley and, and Spencer Rattler, they got the Sooners on the move. But <laughs> that will hopefully come to a screeching halt and hopefully the Gators can end their season on a high mark. But then all we have to do is wait two more days and we got some other big six uh, bowl games. But more importantly, we have the college football playoff, those four teams. So Alabama and Notre Dame will play and then also Clemson and Ohio State. So let's talk predictions. I don't think any of us really are surprised, at least for the top three that went definitely up for debate, uh, excuse me, up for debate with Notre Dame and some other teams that obviously who probably won't listen to this podcast, but are definitely fussy that they're not playing in the playoff. Mm. So what do you guys think? Uh, no one has anything to complain about. Texas A&M, you guys should just get it. Like that, I saw Kellen Mond tweeting out stuff about how ridiculous it was. Like they have no gripes. Um, not only should Texas A- does Texas A&M have nothing to complain about, them being favored by seven over my Tar Heels is super disrespectful to Mac it. Brown, Sam Howell and the Carolina football team. Well, Super disrespectful. Don't want to burst your bubble, but that's going up between now and then. I mean, North Carolina had three key players all opt out today. <laughs> lock. It's a lock? Okay. A lock. But no one has any complaints. Um, Alabama, I can't wait to see what Alabama does to Notre Dame. It's going to be just it's like a war scene. It's going to be like beautiful and tragic and just messed up feel like a Jackson like the Paul last time they played the in the game blood. that mattered yeah I mean that national championship probably about seven years ago now that was over from the moment it started I imagine this will be very similar Devontae Smith is definitely going for whatever the record for receiving all purpose all that will be set in that game by him for a playoff game I just really think that I have some some really good friends in with Notre Dame. I went to an, uh, a game at Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Michigan, the year that Notre Dame went to the national championship and they lost to Alabama in that game they were talking about. I just think, like, of all the teams that are out there right now, no disrespect to the other teams that are in the playoff, but Alabama, they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger. And, and I just think that Notre Dame really struggled clearly against uh, Clemson this past weekend, but – I mean, Alabama could win this game by 25 or, or 30 at a minimum. I, I think that the playoff as a whole, I'm kind of getting to the point of, am I sick of watching these teams? Yes and no. But I also know that I strongly believe that the four best teams are probably the four they chose. It sucks to say that as a Gator fan, especially the Gators playing Alabama, at least this season, closer than any team that they have played couple of things you could look back and say if we did this differently we might have won that game but I don't know we'll see I I think that I will personally I'll be shocked if Alabama does not win against Notre Dame I think it'll be Alabama Clemson again Trevor Lawrence wins that game he'll be one of the best college football players or arguably the best college football player ever but then also you take a team like Alabama who the last time they played Clemson really kind of got embarrassed to a freshman to a team that went 15 or no 
will more than likely be the first overall pick in the NFL draft in Trevor Lawrence. So who, let's go, and, and, and Ryan, definitely let me know how you feel too as well. Um, who do you think wins out of those two games, and who's your prediction to win the college football championship this year? I, I think Clemson probably takes care of business against Ohio State, um, but wouldn't be surprised if Ohio State won. I think Alabama is a, a class above I'd be pretty surprised if Ohio State won the game, honestly. Um, it wouldn't be crazy because they've got players too, but they're, they've taken significant steps back. They're turning the ball over. Justin Fields has more turnovers in a half a season than he did all last year, and defensively they've lost a lot between opt-outs and the last draft. They're not where they were last year either. So, I mean, they could have – and they obviously have, you know, the proverbial chip on the shoulder since they lost last year and – somewhat controversial fashion but hard to imagine Clemson not winning but then for the championship I've got to think Alabama is going to win I imagine they'll be favored by about four or five points but ultimately Devontae is going to do it to him I think yeah I mean he really can't be stopping like the, the crazy thing is is watching him play and literally seeing many many teams early this year specifically during this COVID year of them playing a full SEC schedule he doesn't have like he has the speed that's completely unreal, but he doesn't have like that physique that like Julio Jones had for us growing up. So like to see someone be kind of like that dominant and not be that big, and really like a lot of the the, the stats and the spotlight kind of went on him when Waddle got hurt, and, and Waddle, who I mean, it, there's a chance he comes back and plays. I'm not sure if he does or not, but I mean, those are both first rounders for sure, and and, yeah. and, and Devonte Smith could could be top five top eight pick depending on yeah what team falls and Devonte, like you mentioned Jalen Waddle going down and Devonte getting more spotlight it's like Devonte Smith led the team in touchdowns last year with mm-hmm. Judy with rugs and stuff it's not like he's out of nowhere just because there's you know fewer names on the team I guess now but he's been uh, doing it for a while and Mac Jones I can't believe people are considering him as a Heisman like, I mean, I get it why he's a contender for all of like the, you know, characteristics of quarterback on the best team and yada, yada. But I mean, anybody who's watching this knows that he's throwing to a guy who can't be guarded by the right. opposition. I definitely feel like, am I biased? Yes. Do I understand it? Yes. Trask, all of Trask numbers are better than Joe Burrow's. And Joe Burrow, they were like, was one of the big, like, I might have been the, most unanimous, close to the most unanimous unanimous pick since Troy Smith. It was the most. It was the most? Okay. I would love to, and and Brendan's been talking about Devontae Smith on and offset for going on a little over a month now. And and, and I know that there would be, other than I'm sure his his friends and family and and the college of of Alabama, Brendan would be the happiest person because he's been saying this. For a while, if he wins the Heisman, so the when was the last the time the receiver won the Heisman? I believe it was Troy Tim Brown, Tim Brown, sorry, Tim Brown. and last you know, Fitzy uh, was close. Yeah, he was Lyric second place. Was close, and then last non-quarterback or running back is Charles Woodson. I was going to say Woodson. Yeah. Okay. I definitely feel like Trevor Lawrence didn't play two games. I understand that they're going to the playoff. He shouldn't even be considered I, I think the three that are there should be smith and jones and trask and if rg3 can win the heisman when they lost i, I think they went eight and four or nine and three i don't know what his competition was that year i strongly feel like the case has to be 
argued for Trask to win the Heisman based on the numbers. But I also know that there are other people who will be finalists that haven't lost a game that had truly um, extraordinary seasons. And I'm talking about Smith there, no offense to Mac Jones. Isn't it crazy how Ian Book has – he's a Notre Dame quarterback whose, like, career record is, like, I don't know, it's, like, something in four, like, 30-something Yeah, four. it's crazy. It was, like, 30-3, oh, and three and they lost. 11-1, and one, they're still a top-four team. Ian Book, not mentioned whatsoever. If this was 1974, he'd be a unanimous Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> he it's might have true. two or three of them by now. When Brendan and I were together for the UNC-Notre Dame game, they were talking about Ian Book before the game, and he had like 12 or 14 touchdown passes that entire season. And they're talking about, like, why isn't this guy up for the, uh, up for the Heisman? And don't get me wrong. When Brendan and I, last year, New Year's Day, we're, we were at Camping World for, uh, yeah. for the Iowa State Cyclones. And we're, we're Cyclone guys. I know Ryan can't get enough of them. <laughs> but uh, Notre Dame, uh, Iowa State was fun. And, I mean, yeah, Notre Dame won that game. But I, I think that Ian Book definitely fits Notre Dame really, really well. And, and I obviously feel like if Ian Book was not the quarterback of that team, I don't know what their record would be. So, and I think the game is there. I just don't think they're going to be able to to compete with Alabama. But I mean, good for them. They're back. This is not the first time they've gone to the college football playoff. It's not the first time that Brian Kelly has coached their national championship game with Notre Dame. So, but we'll uh, we'll see that whole. Uh, big game atmosphere they as a program have been there before so they'll see if we'll get it done but I feel like the eyes of the nation um, will be watching and they will not be expecting the uh, the Irish to win no and one uh, just historical note that came to mind when you mentioned the last time Alabama and Notre Dame played in the game that mattered one significant thing that one the game didn't really give us much to talk about because the world just kind of was expecting what eventually happened but there was another talking point that came up before that game that was legendary in the history of sports. And that's the Monty Teo fake girlfriend story. <laughs> Damn it. I was going to make a joke about because Herbert Hoover was in the White House, but that was too far. That was so long ago. That's a little far. But um, if just one, one tenth of the Monty Teo thing could happen this year, I don't know. Maybe Nick Saban has a second family in Mississippi. I don't know what the story's going. <laughs> but Louisiana, you know Louisiana. He said he he said he never he he wished he never left LSU. He, he left him back that. in East Lansing. This Something could like be a live on set exclusive. Yeah, breaking. I don't want to be known for that. Um, <laughs> but no, this this has been this has been great. I, I think that by the time this podcast will be released so we're actually recording it the week before it drops episode 17 with my friend jay lee just dropped crazy stupid pod but the 18 episode 18 the season one finale will drop there'll be more bowl games that we would have picked where there were a couple of bowl games today a couple more tomorrow so i'm excited to see who wins the the bowl pick them that mm. the uh the the bowl pick them we do every year but with that being said, something we do every year uh, on Christmas Day, usually in person, we will look at the slate of the NBA games. Usually we'll know for a couple of days, uh, a week or so, uh, really, since normally the season would have started in, in uh, that last week of October. And we would have seen who was playing and who was healthy and who wasn't. But opening day will, would have been tomorrow, which is the 22nd of December, which uh, is about a week before this podcast will come out. But uh, on Christmas Day, there'll be a full slate uh, of games. Some of the best players in the world will be playing on that day. But what we do 
is we have fun with it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to draft our teams. And Ryan, before you explain, I just want to let you know so we can start thinking here while, while before Ryan takes over is usually we will have written down really kind of who has won the previous year. So we're going to completely throw that out for this. The cool thing about this podcast is in the app, the anchor app that I use to look at the analytics and really kind of got me into being a numbers guy. I can see how many plays all of the episodes of this podcast has gotten. So I don't want to make one of you feel great and one of you not feel great, but Brendan, baby, episode three was a hit. Almost 80 total plays. Whoa. Ryan, we talked about Star Wars. And of course, we both know, may the force be with you and be anyone with anyone that is a fan of that franchise. But unfortunately, you did not have that many. You were uh, a little over 40, which is good. That's around, that's around like the audience normally uh, what I have. And I'm thankful for anyone that listens to the podcast. But in regards to our draft order today, Brendan, you will pick your draft spot. And since the one episode that I did by myself about SNL, when I had to reshuffle some people, uh, had less than both of those, I will pick whatever number you guys really don't pick. So, uh, so Ryan, if you want to go ahead and talk about the rules, just to let the listeners know kind of how we, what we have in the back of our head when we pick these teams, then uh, after Ryan, we'll go to Brendan and we'll start picking these players. Sure. So for everybody who uh, has not participated in Christmas morning breakfast in our family uh, for the last decade, we pick fantasy basketball teams on Christmas morning. Everybody picks one player from each game. So five games, five players on a team. Uh, You have to pick five players that make a logical team. So you really have to have a, a point guard, at least one legitimate big and then some wing players that go in between. We do the scoring by adding up points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. So some total, highest some total wins. So a point, one point is the same as one rebound, is the same as one block. All right, now my turn. First of all, Ryan, suck it for the views thing. Um, second of all, if we did this based on last year's winner, I would also be choosing the pick for who gets to go first since I did win as well. Uh, that being said, I'll start with the number one pick, um, and go ahead and make that right now. I'm locking up Giannis, baby. Ryan, do you want to keep the second pick or do you want the third pick? So you get the wraparound and go back to back for the remainder of your picks. I, uh, will take the third pick. Yes, I want two in a row. All right. So Brendan picked Giannis, who we in Orlando, we call him Giannis Book of the Pepo. I think for those residents, they know why. I'm going to go for the second pick. I am going to pick LeBron James, up and coming player. A fantastic. Yeah. That was a mistake. In uh, the hit Judd Apatow film. Train wreck. Him not getting a Golden Globe nom for supporting is probably the thing he's the most upset about from his career. But he will be, I think, for a number of times over the past couple of years, my first pick in Christmas Day fantasy. That's why you finished last, everyone. <laughs> this is this is exactly what I was hoping for when I picked the third pick. There was one clear choice uh, after Brendan picked Giannis. The only logical selection was Steph Curry because he's so far and away the best player left in that game. 
and I knew you wouldn't pick him. So thank you for that. I will take Steph Curry and in that Golden State Milwaukee team game, and, not team. Okay, and you have you have, you can go back to back. Sure, sure, sure. I will take. Ooh, this one's tough. I've made a huge mistake. Duh. Uh, I'm going to take KD next. Interesting. All right, so it's me, Brent? No. Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. yeah you're right. I know what things are. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, so, so far we got some pretty good player and then two subpar guys. Let me see. I'm going to go with... I swear. I'm going to go with... Josh McRoberts. <laughs> Three years ago, I would. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, Zion. Perfect. Williamson, awesome. the Good. most high. Obviously, the only other person I was honestly considering with the first pick in this draft, I'm getting at number six, which is insanity on the part of you two. I'm obviously taking Luca. Luca, I considered Luca. There's a chance LeBron James is playing 20 minutes on that Christmas Day game. So just get yeah, that in the back of your mind, Austin. That's for sure. And then slightly tough, but I'm going to take Tatum because I don't want to get stuck with Kyrie. Okay, so it's me. Nikola yes. Jokic. Good for you. I feel like he'd be great on this podcast. Funny guy. Seen a lot of the world. He's probably got some interesting opinions. He probably does have some interesting opinions. Season two, uh, You yes. should get, if you ever move past pod, podcast into some sort of live stream, Maybe get a uh, Jokic wrestling his brother as an episode. It's always Listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. This is this is the finale, and the podcast game is uh, it's been a pretty wild ride. But uh, competitive, yeah, we'll see. All right, Ryan, you're up. Back to back. So uh, the next best player is Anthony Davis, but because you both picked your players in that game, I'm gonna save him for last. I don't have to grab him yet. It's not gonna happen. Uh, Using science, I like it. I think the the next pick here is going to be Brandon Ingram in the New Orleans Miami game because I don't I don't really want Jimmy Butler or Bam. And then that Clippers Denver. I'm going to go Kawhi Leonard. Am I allowed? No. Okay. The answer to that this question is never <laughs> yes. Okay. Fine. In the history of this game. Every time you have asked that question, you've wanted to play like Shaq at point guard right. or Russell Westbrook at power forward. So the answer is always no. Well, Russell Westbrook is an assassin on the court, so he's positionless. Okay, this is, puts me in an interesting position, so I have to choose from two games left. And I don't like any of these teams. I'm going to go with – and I can play LeBron at the three, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go with – Clay Thompson should not be hurt right now. I'm gonna go with Jalen Brown. Why? Okay, okay, Brendan. Sure. You said he wouldn't pick somebody not on my list. Did he? There you go. Not on my yeah. list. Pretty baffling, but off, hey. Off the draft board. Yeah, Grandma always said you were special. Off the backboard. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your pick. So I'm up again. My last two. Yeah. And he's my point guard, by the way. Okay. <laughs> My center to round that out is Bam. Oh, man, Paul George or Jamal Murray. This isn't the playoffs, so Paul George over Jamal Murray. 
Okay, my last pick. Even I actually thought you were going the other way with that logic. Well, I was thinking the maybe Jamal Murray just scores like forty-five, and that is more than everything Paul George does. But uh, Jamal Murray, what he did in the playoffs last year is not who Jamal Murray has been for four years. So I'm just gonna go with Paul George. I was thinking Paul Paul George might be on like a he might be on the LeBron play twenty-two minutes. Do I have per, do I have permission to change something, or is this not is this not allowed? Because it's not it's not going to be Anthony Davis. If you're snappy I can't about it. it, all right. I'm unfortunately going to relieve Jalen Brown of his duties because I did not read this correctly. Even though this, I I'm looking at the teams. I'm going to replace Jalen Brown with Kyrie, and my shooting guard, my last pick, is going to be Chris Middleton. <laughs> don't you hate Chris Middleton? Yeah, I don't like anything about him, but. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I suppose it's first. I'm not even sure you picked the best wing left in that game. Well, I wasn't. Yeah, you did. I think I did. Are we sure Chris Middleton's better than Kelly Oubre? Are we sure that you You almost made me swear on this family podcast? (laughs) I wish I could smack you right now. Oh, God. It's so disrespectful. All right. right. So I pick Greg Ryan. Yep. I got Anthony Davis to round out my championship team. All right. So, Brent, who's your team? We'll go around. Bam, Giannis, Paul George, Tatum, and Luca. I have. It's a big team. Thank you. Kyrie, Middleton, LeBron, Zion, uh, Nikola Jokic. Honestly, better than some of your better than some of your teams (laughs) used to be, but. Austin's had Russell Westbrook and John Wall on Christmas Day a lot, like an embarrassing amount. And the year before that, I had willingly picked Russell Westbrook and Swaggy P. Full disclosure, I got third place. But Well, thank God those Lakers hmm. and Knicks teams aren't on Christmas Day anymore. Oh, yeah. And I'm rolling out Steph Curry, Brandon Ingram, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, and Anthony Davis. All good Damn. teams. I think now looking back at the, usually... the Luca and the and the Giannis, that that one two punch there, not great for me. No, um, I'm not like upset earlier, about missing up, about picking Curry and Durant over Luca. Not at all. Curry's on a bad team. The Warriors are going to be bad. He still might have fifty on Christmas Day. No, and it's possible. Who's the other, it's possible. Who's the other one you said? Durant, Steph, the guy who so. tore his Achilles a year ago. That's fine. Not worried. Steph is going to be so fed up with Wiggins and Ubre by halftime, and he'll probably already have twenty points for that. He might not pass the ball in the second half. He might also be benched because they're getting blown out. But but. Uh, here nor no, there. we'll we'll Luca and Giannis book the triple doubles now. Giannis might go for a quadruple double. A quadruple double? Just because he's mad about last year. He might. God, I'm trying to think about who would be like on my my not team. Um Well, uh, Kyrie should have been on your not team. Yeah, but I just feel like it's like the first big game and he'll wanna ball out against the Celtics and I'm I'm looking for the points there because you didn't you didn't include turnovers which is why I picked no no turnovers that's turnovers are soft we're not we don't care about turnovers what do you guys think about like the NBA this year no all-star break we're kind of going through hopefully this this 
full season where as we have been kind of living with COVID here for the past seven, uh, eight, nine months, and we we'll, we will continue to live so or live live through it to keep pushing forward into 2021. When it comes to the NBA, there's a lot that's really at stake here. There's going to be no All Star game, no All Star week. They're going to use that week to kind of play replacement games if they need to with positive tests, things like that. But also a shorter regular season. But it comes to one of our favorite things to discuss. One of the things I want to round out with our episode today with is who's on our USA basketball team. There's players that we drafted today that are from the United States that would be on that would will be on that team if they're healthy that are we would consider locks like LeBron and AD and Steph. The one position that we kept talking about and talking about that's like that 12th spot. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? And and really it could come down to Bam, Bam and Jimmy Butler. Also, the, that could be the five players right there that could be on that team come Olympics. So I know that that's really kind of hard to predict right now. But when it comes to the NBA this season, what are you guys looking forward to uh, before we kind of round this thing out? Looking forward to – I'm really looking forward to Steve Nash as a head coach, coaching Kevin Durant. Unfortunately, Kyrie Irving is on the team. But I just hope Steve Nash is like everything every coach ever told me about not pushing the ball as fast as possible every single time. Just I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that now. Hopefully Kyrie doesn't – just throw a wrench in the whole thing and blow it up from the start, but I don't know. He did, a, he did sage burn sage in Boston the other night, so maybe that got rid of all of his demons. There's no uh, way. Kyrie uh, Irving is demons. I don't know. Lots of good teams. Uh, unfortunately, the Lakers improved, which sucks, but should be a pretty good season. I'm pretty – I mean, as far as the All-Star game, get, be getting rid of that, I don't care at all. The whole weekend has kind of been ruined. And it's for kids anyway, and who cares about them? I don't know. Other than that, I was pretty pissed that they uh, decided to make the coaches challenge official. That kind of sucks, but what are you excited about, Austin? I mean, the Magic, look, uh, there's, there's a lot for them to prove. I, I think that uh, Chumo Kiki will be the Larry Johnson version of a monster. Um, so his his corner three right now is is might really bring us out of the rut that we're going through right now as a whole. <laughs> um, but with, with that being said, I'm really kind of excited to, uh, get the NBA season started. We have some really good college football games coming up, um, to kind of related to the, really the one other aspect of, of things that we didn't really talk about that much on the podcast. I'm just looking for at some point, hopefully in the early part of 2020, 2021 to either maybe go to a magic game with, with you guys or go see Ryan and Charlotte, maybe go to a Charlotte game if the Magic are there, if, if we can do that. But if not, just go sit in a movie theater. I think, I don't, I don't know the last time that the three of us either went to a movie together or if, if I went with one of you guys, like if I was visiting you guys or you guys came in town. But when it comes to this podcast, and I said it in episode zero, and I really kind of kept it with every episode so far, even if it's just been me or if I've, if I've had a guest on it, with this podcast and what I've tried to do and what I will continue to carry into 2021 and, and, and season two of live on set is to continuously have those weekly conversations with people to kind of just have them share their opinions uh, of, of, of pop culture, what the, what their favorite movies are, their favorite songs, their favorite bands, what favorite concerts they've been to their favorite sports teams. And, and, and really just see what the world wants to say and, and, and what really to, learn from and, and, and keep pushing forward with. And 
And that's really what this podcast has been about for me. And, and that's why I wanted to have you guys on the season one finale. But sports, we talked about it today, a majority of the episode. And I really can't wait for it and, and can't wait to see what's next. So uh, any other final words you all want to say before we before I close mm. down? Yeah, I cannot believe that I forgot to mention the Tampa Raptors. If you're going to make a trip to Charlotte, you might as well just skip across the state. <laughs> Check out the – I don't even know. I mean, I hope that they have a jersey, personally. Just cut the Toronto out of everything. You know what? Just move the team. Let's, let's take all the teams out of Canada. Well, I do know that earlier in the fall, they were thinking about what are we going to do to be – they were talking about Louisville and Louisville has one of the best venue names in the history of, of really anything. And that is the KFC Yum Center, mm. but no Tampa with the lightning play. They're coming off of a, a championship. The bucks are still in it. They could have a championship. I mean, Tampa could be a powerhouse right now. And the fact uh, that Toronto starts their season there and more than likely won't finish it there, but if they win, it all, it all goes back to Tampa. It's, it's a product of you, my friend. Um, I think it's safe to say Tampa is a powerhouse at the moment. One championship, one runner-up, and then the worst team has Tom Brady on it. So I think that's pretty good. You're not wrong. Ryan, what do you think? I agree on the uh, just wanting to go see a movie. I think the last movie I saw in theaters was Little Women, which was this time last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, I want to go see like a big Marvel movie in a movie theater that's definitely on my agenda hopefully maybe get to knock a couple of those out before july when the little baby kehoe pops out but uh yeah we'll see i have a cousin on my dad's side of the family who had his second baby on my birthday so um i could not be more excited for another baby to come into our lives but so help me god if it is on my birthday because and, I already got the back seat to my cousin Bowen. But um, no, I, I'm very excited for that. I remember where I was when you called me. I'm very excited. But yeah. On that note, uh, Kehoe Sportsbook is taking all bets related to the birth of this child, given yeah. date, weight. We've got over-unders. we got teasers. We've got pleasers. Whatever you want. Kehoe Sportsbook, 1-800-Kehoe Sports. Right. Uh, live on set, a subsidiary of the Keo Sportsbook. So that's really how we've been funding this operation, people. So uh, 18 weeks, 18 straight Mondays with episodes, and 18 conversations with people that I cannot wait for them to come back on the show. But that is a wrap. That is going to do it for us. Episode 18, season one of Live on Set is in the books. Thank you guys so much for listening. And so much for listening this entire season over the past couple of months. That's a wrap on season one. So live on set, the weekly pop culture podcast where I'm talking film, music, sports, television with my friends, family, and people I meet along the way. Thank you so much to Brendan, so much to Ryan. That is a wrap on episode 18. We will see you in 2021 for season two of live on set. And as always, much love. Thanks, guys. See you next time.